Hey guys, welcome to JL's podcast. This is Honest Chat and um, if you're new, welcome. If you're returning as well, welcome. Love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. Um, so feel free to get in touch with me. Feel free to leave a review or a rating. I would love to hear your questions as well if you've got any feedback. Apart from that, let's jump straight into this month's episode. Thank you. Hey, so um, a friend of mine actually bought me a cup not too long ago. It was a Christmas present. And um, (laughs) I am not a morning person. If um, there is such a thing, I saw, I saw this um, this quote the other day, which said, um, "I would be a morning person if the morning started around noon." And I can totally relate to that. Um, it seems like I'm a little bit of a zombie up until eleven thirty a.m. <laughs> That's when I um, I am fully sort of awake. It used to be better, I'm getting better, and. Um, so this cup really it said um i hate morning people and i hadn't used it for a while but i started using it and um over time i became a little bit disturbed about what it said and so one morning i decided to take a permanent marker and to actually scribble out um or black out the the word people because i figured i don't actually hate people um, I'm just not a fan of mornings, and hate is actually quite a strong word. I wouldn't say I hate mornings. I, um, I just don't like being up so early. I'm a little bit different from my wife, who is a very, very, very energetic morning person. She'll be up and you know at five or something, and um, and very productive in the morning. Whereas for me, I'm a lot more productive during the later hours of the night. So all of this started to get me onto this journey where I started to think a little bit about the the self-talk or the internal narratives that we have inside of our heads and how much we pay attention to them. How much are you paying attention to the internal narrative of your head? Because these conversations these thoughts and these themes that are happening inside of our heads sometimes in our subconscious are actually influencing our thought patterns and they're actually influencing ultimately our our destinies and where we're headed to in our in the direction of our lives so for me i paid attention to this statement and it was registering somewhere in my subconscious but um, I didn't quite find a middle ground where I thought mm, I agree enough with this with these words to um, to let them just be part of the routine and the uh, and the rhythm of my life. Now you might be listening to this and thinking it's just a cup, dude. It's just some words, um, but. Please bear with me. Um, there is a reason. There is a method to my madness. There is a reason why I'm doing that. Uh, our self-talk is really important, and and one of the things that um, 
we we've learned now is that we process probably about 125 or 152 um, to 200 words per minute. Um, that's how much we process of income of incoming words. So currently, however fast I'm talking, you're actually processing in between 125 and 52 200 words per minute. But you're formulating thoughts. Um, in between a thousand to three to up the way up to three thousand words per minute, um, it means you're actually talking to yourself and having a conversation in the background of your mind um, at about eight to twelve times faster than I'm actually talking to you. So I'll give you a quick example. We were driving the other day in the car and. Um, my wife was talking to me, she was, um, I don't actually remember what she was talking about, but uh, she was talking to me, but what I remember about this um, specific moment is, as we're driving, she asked me, and I think I had other things on my mind, she asked me, are you listening? I said, yeah, of course I'm listening. And what I then did is I proceeded to repeat word for word exactly everything that she'd given, she'd told to me giving her the perception that I was actually listening. But um, even though the words were coming in and they were going in, they, they weren't actually being processed in a way where I could actually respond to her appropriately. It was just incoming. And I was having another completely different, completely not in that moment conversation inside of my head. So that's the power of our brain part of the power of our brain is that we can actually be in this moment and yet processing something completely different altogether um, and this is one of the things why i bring up that we do actually need to pay attention to our thoughts we need to pay attention to the things that we think about that we are so easy and quick to dismiss and probably sometimes even assume are just there and they're part of what we believe and they're part of um, and they're part of who we are um, and you know for me really I think that one of the biggest reasons that this is important is because while I am following Jesus and I have said yes to Jesus he didn't wave an automatic wand that also meant that every single one of my behaviors now completely aligns with with him, with what he values. Um, I still have stuff inside of my heart and I'm sure that you still have stuff inside of your heart that sometimes comes out um, in behavior, in speech that begs the question like, oh, are, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? And I'm sure we've been in those situations. I mean, a lot of us, I'm sure, live with regret with things that we have done that we'd rather um, not have and uh, we would love to would love to change and so this is one of those things that i'm talking about it's paying at as we pay attention to what's going on in the background of our minds um, it, it actually reveals our hearts now one of the things that uh, as well is known about our hearts is that our hearts can think there are neurons in our hearts that are the same kind of neurons that are found that are found in our brain um, the heart does think for itself um, and one of
one of the other things as well that we know about the heart from the from the Bible is that the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? Um, and it while while the heart meditates on the things that we dwell on and we think on, there are some not so great and uh, very selfish, very sometimes narcissistic, very um, non-God-oriented thoughts that are in our hearts that um, that our hearts is our hearts are okay with with them being kept in there and being hidden behind the fog and the curtains of, of everything else that we're going through of all the thoughts that we're having from here to there you know the 70,000 thoughts per day that we're having that 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 would cloud and would take away from us being able to focus on um, on the things that are in our hearts so that they can be there can be a, an intentional transformation and our behavior and our words reflect what we say or what we think that we believe but our hearts doesn't really agree with so it takes careful and intentional meditation um, and by meditation I mean a focused effort to to be thinking on and about the things that are, that we are actually wanting our lives to turn out like um, it means that I'm not just going to take for granted that I don't really believe that I hate people I'm gonna be intentional about doing something about that message that's on my cup so that it doesn't subliminally go in somewhere and, and take root inside of my heart. Again, my heart is okay with deceiving me. Your heart is okay with deceiving you and, and leaving you and I in a space where we just assume that the good intentions that we have means we're going to be behaving or we're going to be doing according to what we think um, our hearts are like. So, take captive your thoughts. Take them captive. Um, be intentional about paying attention to the thoughts that you're having about yourself and others because these are essentially what rules, ru uh, rules and um, and direct your life and your path. Our lives, it is said, are, um, and, I, and I think this is Craig Rochelle who says this, our lives move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And if you've ever been in those situations and in those spaces where you are asking yourself, why is this continually happening? Um, one of One of the many reasons and contributing factors to our lives moving in the directions that we are moving in is the thoughts that we choose to entertain. I, I don't know if you've ever been around somebody who who generally feels like they are um, rejected or that many people will leave them. But um, if that is one of the narratives, one of the one of the themes that's going on in their minds and in their hearts. Um, you will usually hear it, you'll usually hear them say it, they will usually be focusing in on that and looking 
um, for reasons for people to live them, um, sometimes even giving other people a reason to live them, um, sometimes eliciting or um, doing things that might actually cause other people um, to live them because this is a belief that they have and so they usually reinforce it with how they behave. People who feel um, rejected um, will generally act in that way or cause others to um, or push others so much that um, when when there is a breakup in the relationship that it actually reinforces the belief that they have. What does that mean? It, that, it means that there is an element with which we have to look at the thought life and go, um, is this actually true? Is this why people are living? Is, is it because um, everybody leaves? Is it because uh, nobody really wants to stick around? Is it because you are not worthy of love? And so there are all those things that are underlying that the heart is happy, happy to keep under the veil. So pay attention to your thoughts. Um, and for me, one of the ways that one of the ways that um, we can help combat this is to do with with uh, with self talk, with what we allow in, with what we let through the gates of our minds, because um, our minds and our ears. Um, our mind receives information through our senses and so what is it that we're listening to and what is it that we're watching um, I mean we, we can't really be on guard 24 7 that's a that's a lot of uh, mental emotional and <laughs> psychological energy that would last you probably about two hours and then you'd be exhausted but wherever we can however we can control what are the things that are coming in that are contributing to our self-talk? And I, I want to do this exercise to finish. And, um, and I want you to sort of listen to these statements. I don't know if you do, you know, identity or um, statements that um, help you check where your heart is at, where your beliefs are at. But I want you to listen to these statements. And, and after I've said them, uh, perhaps you can think about you can think about maybe one or two that came up that you felt a little twitch perhaps in yourself that I don't really believe this. And I want to encourage you to think some more onto it to to dig a little bit deeper with somebody that you're close to, um, somebody who can help you, somebody who's supportive um, and loves you. To dig a little bit deeper and to sort of go, um, why is that there? Why, um, how, how come this has a space inside of my soul um, and in my heart right now that um, that I thought it didn't, and I thought I was past this perhaps, or I thought that I didn't actually believe that that this was just a part of my my childhood. So um, it'd be good for you to follow that up. But here are um, some of the statements that um, that I'll read to you um, that are very identity focused, and um, and so here we go. I believe God has given me the right to be called His child. God is pleased to have adopted me as His child through Jesus. 
I am whole in Jesus. I am loved by him. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am a child of God. I am created in the image of God. I am his masterpiece. I was known by God before he formed me in my mother's womb and he set me apart for himself. God called me out of darkness and into light. I am chosen, a royal priest. I am God, I am God owned. I belong to God. My body is his place of dwelling. I am in Jesus Christ. I am a new creation. The old is gone. Everything is new now. I am fearfully and wonderfully made and God only does great work. I live by faith in Jesus because he loves me and gave himself up for me. And that's all that I have um, today. If you would like a copy of those, I'd love to send them out um, to you. The, every single one of those statements has its root in a scripture, which I will list in, um, in the description down below. And they are all true of what God thinks and what the Bible says that God thinks about us, that we can claim is true um, as we follow Jesus. But I guess in, in finishing for me, really, it's, the, it's this idea that God has not changed his mind and he will not change his mind because he's faithful and he won't take back his words because he means what he says. Um, for us, life gets in the way and forms thoughts and embeds thoughts and, and feelings that are contrary to what God says. And our hearts are actually really quick to latch onto these things and hold on to them when, even if they're uh, contrary to what God is saying. So it is important to pay attention to them and to be really intentional about making sure that we are reminding ourselves and being reminded of our identity so that we don't actually end up defining ourselves by what we do, what other people do to us or don't do to us, what other people say or don't say about us and um, that we don't get lost in the chaos and in um, the 70,000 thoughts per day that are happening um, and instead are inside the stream of God's thoughts, his consciousness, um, and we live by that. If you have any feedback, if there is anything else you would like, any other resource, etc., um, and if I can be of help to you in any way, 
feel free to let me know my descriptions are in uh, in the bio and um, yeah hope to hear from you um, soon and um, yeah hope you're having a great day great week or wherever and whenever this finds you your identity matters